0: How is everybody out in Father's Day land this morning? Happy Father's Day to everybody. Oh, Shandarai. Are you ready for a word from the Lord? Are you ready to go someplace with the Lord this morning? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So, as you know, we've been in a Days of Fire series, and I tried to go over into something else, but the Lord put me back into these Days of Fire sermons, so... I just want to bring another one to you this morning and hope that it will be a blessing to your life and not just like a a, say take it as something that I speak but take it as something that you know you can use to change your life amen oh glory to God thank you Jesus hallelujah so this morning um if you if you've been blessed by these services, I just want you to drop me something in the in the comments section because sometimes these little these, these your little comments they give us uh, encouragement to keep on doing what we're doing because see when we come on here and speak the word of God, we're not just speaking it for ourselves, we're not just doing it out of obedience, but we just want to make sure that whatever it is that we are doing, it is a blessing to your life. Um, You're getting something out of it because we're not performing. We're not here entertaining. We want to, well, for me, I definitely want to bring a word to you from the Lord that will change your life and that will enable you to live a life that is holy and pleasing and acceptable unto God. Amen. Glory. Oh, Jesus. So I just welcome you on. And if you have not been sharing, please, please do something for me. Share this morning. Share this morning. Because, see, I can share only so much. But if you can share, I know you all have some people that I don't know. And then they have some people that I don't know. So if we share this morning, everybody will get blessed this morning. Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So... Uh, As I said before, we're in this season of, it's a fire series, and I'm telling you, I don't know what God is doing with all these fires. He's going to burn the place down with all these fire sermons. (laughs) Jesus, Jesus. But this morning, we're going to talk about fire on the altar. Fire on the altar. Amen? Amen oh shander so if you're ready for some fire let's go let's go let's go in the fire this morning let's go in the fire of god this morning i get excited when i talk about fire i actually literally feel the fire of god right now i'm like so hot i had to turn the ac down but that ain't working because you know when you got the fire on the inside of you oh jesus come on somebody this morning So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just dedicate this service to you, Lord God. It is not our will that we come to do, Lord God. It is your will that we seek to do this morning. So, Father God, we ask you to breathe your fire on our altars this morning, God, as we present our bodies as living sacrifices unto you this morning. Oh God, we glorify you. We praise you everlasting Father, for you are the Prince of Peace, Lord God. You are the Oh, we worship you this morning god because there is no god other than you you alone is god and you alone is sovereign you alone rules and reign over this universe and so for that we give you praise this morning god we don't praise you lord god just because you give us the breath in our lungs we don't just praise you lord god because you give us the bread on our tables we don't pra- just praise you god because you protect and you provide we praise you this morning God because Lord if you never did anything else for us Lord God you are sovereign and you rule over this universe and God for that alone you are worthy of all praise and all glory in Jesus name hallelujah glory to God thank you Jesus amen Amen. So we're going to jump around in the Bible a little bit uh, today because we're going to be talking about fire on the altar. And as you know, there are many different kinds of altars in the Bible. And so um, we're not going to talk about every single al- altar, but we're going to focus on two altar this morning. And then we're going to talk about the altar of sacrifice. And then we're going to talk about the sacrifice. And we're going to talk about the fire. I don't know which order they're going to go in. So you just got to keep up. <laughs> praise the lord so the uh first text that i want to take you to this morning is uh judges chapter 6 verse 21 then the angel of the lord put out the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat on the end the unleavened bread and fire rose out and fire rose out of the rock and consumed the meat and the unleavened bread and the angel of the lord departed out of sight all right, that's one fire, and then I have I have another. Uh, you know, this one they had a he had he had a, he had sacrifice. He had fire and, uh, and an altar. All right, then we see Isaac later on in Gen uh, actually earlier in Genesis twenty two verse seven. He said, "Father," I he said, "Yes, son." Abraham replied, "We have the fire and we have the wood, but where?" is the sheep for the burnt offering. And that is, I think that is the question that the Lord is asking. Where is the sacrifice? We have fire, we have wood, but we don't have no sacrifice. Oh my gosh, we're gonna get into it this morning because see, if there's no fire on the altar this morning, there's not gonna be, there's there's no sacrifice on the altar, there's not gonna be no fire. (laughs) But I wanna just kind of pause here and talk to some fathers because you know today is Father's Day And I had, I really wanted to get into a Father's Day message, but the Lord would not allow me to get into, to leave out of the days of fire messages that he has been giving me. So I just want to put my little Father's Day plug in as the Lord allowed it. Amen. So when I think about this question that uh, Isaac was asking his father. He's saying, Father, I see the fire, I see the wood, but I don't see any sacrifice. And I think that that, that 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 is a question that many sons are asking, many sons and many daughters are asking their father. Father, I see the wood, I see the fire, but I, I, I don't see any sacrifices. You know, so many fathers, we need to be, you know, fathers, you have to make sacrifices. Listen, Isaac had seen his father make quite a bit of sacrifices in his day for him to be able to ask him, where is is the sacrifice because isaac I probably had seen his daddy done this so many times and he's like okay daddy you usually when you go to make a sacrifice you usually have some wood some fire and some and a sacrifice and this time i don't see any sacrifice but what isaac didn't know is that he was the sacrifice and sometimes, you know, glory, oh, glory to God. Sometimes we don't know that as children, we are the sacrifices of our fathers. We are the things that our fathers sacrifice for. We, we, are the, the, we actually become the sacrifice on the altar. Amen. So uh, as we ask the fathers today, where are the sacrifices? Sometimes fathers, you have to make sacrifices for your children. Where are the sacrifices? And I feel like this is the heart of many children today. They're asking their daddy, daddy, where is the sacrifice? Where is the sacrifice? What are you, what, are, what, what sacrifices are you making to God? What sacrifices are you making to me, for me? You know, because when we have our children in our lives, it sometimes it's a lot, we have to make a lot of sacrifices to accommodate their lives. And we shouldn't see it as a burden. We should see it as a blessing. I love what Abraham answered Isaac, though. Abraham answered Isaac and he said, God will provide himself a ram. Ooh, glory to God. I love that. See, that is whenever your children ask you questions that you can't answer, whenever your children come to you with needs that you cannot cannot provide, point, always point them to the provider. Always point them to God. So, because see, you fathers, are, you're limited. You can't be God in your children's life. So you have to pass on the God that you serve to your children, you know, so, because we're imperfect people and we're not going to make a whole bunch of mistakes. We're not going to get things right. But if we point... Point our children to the father, to the real father, the father of creation, because we're letting him know that we have aligned ourselves. We're letting our children know we have aligned ourselves to our heavenly father and our heavenly father. He's the one that brings the blessing in our lives. And now my son, my daughter, I'm pointing you to the place where I got blessed. Amen. Glory to God. So that's my father's day plug because I couldn't put I could I tried y'all, father's. Mr. Henry, Wayne, and all the other fathers of Merle, all the other fathers in Jesus Strong, happy Father's Day to you this morning. I know you guys are great fathers. You make sacrifices for your children all the time. So God, kudos to you all this morning. That's, oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. But we gotta turn our attention now to our our, our fire on the altar, amen? So let's talk about what it means when we're talking about um, fire on the altar. You know, when we talk about fire and altar, um, we're going to break down three things, like I said, the, the, the fire, the altar and the sacrifice. You see right now, as we um, as we, where we are as a church, as, a, uh, as Christians, many of us are standing around empty altars. The altars have no fire. They have no sacrifice. The altars are in place, but there is no sacrifice. There is no fire. You know, because, um, some of us were not praying as we should, we're not fasting as we should, you know, um, you said, but I have sacrificed. I'm putting, I'm placing the sacrifice to God, but then I don't see the fire. And then I'm reminded of Abel and Cain when Cain and Abel made a sacrifice unto God, God blessed Abel's sacrifice because it was, you know, by faith, he offered a more pleasing sacrifices to God. And so my question going to be one of my questions to you today. Is your sacrifice pleasing to God? What is the sacrifice that you are placing on the altar? You know, because sometimes we're erecting altars in our lives that God is saying, you're going to have to tear that down. You're going to have to tear that down. Because even what what is happening in this pandemic right now, God is tearing down some of the altars that we have erected. And we're going to talk about it. We we read about Gideon. We're going to go go into that in a moment. Because we're going to have to tear down some of the altars, some of the things that, that we have erected in place saying that we are giving glory to God but let's start with the fire this morning because see i'm a woman of fire i love the fire so there are two kinds of fire when i when I, i search this out for you there's many kinds of fire but i'm talking about two main kinds of fire this morning and it's the divine fire and the strange fire so divine fire is is not a fire That you can start. Divine fire is the fire that goes out from God. It's the supernatural occurrence. It is. It can only be started by God. And this is the fire that you and I are seeking in our lives this morning. This fire requires a a, a sacrifice. You're not going to get this divine fire, the fire of God, without a sacrifice. So, so my question to you: Are you ready? Are you prepared to get the fire of God on your life this morning? Amen. Oh my God. And you may ask, you know, you may ask God, what is in me that 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 requires sacrifice? Where, how do I put myself on the altar, God, so that you your fire can come upon my life you see there's a supernatural fire that i'm talking about this is not a fire that you can start this is not a fire that you can get any and everywhere you can go out you can't go out and buy a match and start a fire with this with this fire that i'm talking about god wants to empower somebody's life this morning god wants to put his holy fire on somebody's life this morning and see when i think about the fire this oh shanda the fire of god i remember elijah elijah came up and to mount carmel and he put up this he he, he built this altar he he, 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 you know he poured water all over the sacrifices and then when he prayed to his god his god answered by fire no i'm I'm, that's the kind of fire i'm talking about this morning that if you want god to answer by fire this morning you're gonna have to build the right altar to god and you're gonna have to build the right sacrifice oh shandaradai. Oh God, because you see the right altar has certain specifications. The right sacrifice has certain specifications and you can only call on a God who answers by fire to give you the, the fire of God. Oh, Shandarai. God has requirements about his sacrifice. God has requirements about the altar. And this is why Elijah was not the only one who, who, who. who who saw the supernatural fire of God. Gideon saw the supernatural fire of God when he he put the sacrifice on the rock and and, and the fire of God consumed the sacrifice. Solomon saw the supernatural fire of God that as he put the the, the sacrifice in the temple, in the new Oh in the new temple that he created for God, the fire of God came out and it and and, and it, 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 it consumed the sacrifice. And so this morning, what I'm trying to tell you that when you offer a pleasing sacrifice to God, the fire of God is gonna be your answer. God will, will put a fire on you, he will put a fire on the thing that you are offering to him. God, the fire of God is God's stamp of approval, that he is pleased with the sacrifice. Sacrifice that you are offering this kind of fire oh god only comes when your sacrifice when your will your divine li- will and purpose for your life is aligned with the purposes that god has for you oh god oh god in order to see god's fire you're gonna have to make some changes in your life in order to see the in order for God, what I'm telling you is God has a blessing for you this morning that he wants to pour out on you. But you have to be willing to make yourself a living sacrifice. You have to be willing. See, God wants a holy sacrifice. He wants a sacrifice that is pleasing and acceptable to him. And see, he's inviting somebody this morning. He's inviting somebody. He's inviting somebody come and make a sacrifice to me this morning because I want to pour out my life I want to pour out my fire on your life. I want to empower you. I want to bless your life. I want to turn you around. I want to put your feet on higher ground this morning. But there's some things that you're going to have to do. Amen? But I want to talk about the strange fire before we move on to the altar. So the, the strange fire, some of us... The Lord is saying this morning that, that we are offering strange fires unto the Lord. If you remember back in in, in Exodus, Aaron's son, the, the high priest's son, offered some unauthorized fire to the Lord. And the Bible says that the fire came out from the Lord. It was the same divine fire. So you see this divine fire, it can kill, it can consume. So you got to be careful what you are offering to the Lord. You gotta be careful what you're offering to the Lord. It is the mercy and the grace of God that keeps some of us from being consumed as we offer these strange fires to God. So what are these strange fires? Strange fires are praying in the name of other gods in front of the Almighty God. Yes, people are praying in front in, in the name of other gods in in front of our God, the Creator of this universe, the God who holds the breath in our lungs. Oh my God! Strange fires, you know, are things that we set in front of God. You know, we're saying that we're offering unto God, but when, we, when our strange fire become uh, prayers that are that are not acceptable to God strange fires are turning away from the things that are right and doing the things that are not right strange fires is living like hell six days a week and then going to church on sunday and raising your hands and saying god bless me i don't i don't need to repent i don't need to turn away from my sins but god you need to bless me strange fire strange fire comes when you do not repent but you expect that the blessing of god is supposed to fall on your sinful self you see repentance is one of the things that makes your fire acceptable when you come into the presence of god religion is another strange fire you see god desires relationship God does not desire rituals and rites. God is saying to some of these people, I know your works. Repent or I will come quickly and remove your lampstand. God is giving people time to repent. He does not want to consume people like in the days of old. So when we offer strange fires unto him, God said, okay, I see that you do not really know what you're doing. So I am going to give you time to repent. Oh, my God. I'm gonna give you time to repent. He wants people to repent from offering strange fires unto him. This is the mercy and the grace of God. He doesn't consume us when we offer strange prayers, strange rituals, strange things that we were not authorized to do. These strange fires, oh God, they come when we sin and do not turn away from the sins when we walk in 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 unholiness in unrighteousness and then we want to come in the holy place of god we cannot come we cannot cohabitate with god in a holy place if we are in a living an unholy lifestyle and so that's what god is purifying today You see when you see what is happening in the world around you got listen guys you got to look uh, you got to the bible says watch and pray you got to watch and pray you got to watch and pray watch and see what is happening in the world today because god is telling his people listen it's time to repent that's why i'm showing you all these signs and all these wonders i'm giving you time to repent this pandemic is not a joke it is one of god's signs To say, people, listen, you've been offering strange fires unto me, but I'm giving you some time to repent. I'm shaking up things so that you can repent. I'm shaking up things so that you can turn away from the things that are not pleasing, that are not acceptable in my sight. Amen? So, we're going to talk about the altar because, see, before we can have the fire, we're going to have to have the altar. But, we, oh, Jesus. You got to know the fire is the thing that we're after this morning. Are you after fire this morning? I know I'm after the fire of God this morning because, see, when I have the fire of God in my life, no devil in hell there stands before me. Oh, glory to God! Oh, glory to God! But before we can get that fire, we got to build God an altar. And so, we go to Exodus 20 this morning Exodus 20, it says 20, verse 24 and 25, and I'm going to paraphrase it says if you use stones to build my altar use only natural natural uncut stones do not shape the stones with a tool for that would make the altar unfit for my holy use instead god said use earth meaning use some dirt to make this altar and what i find interesting about that is that's the same material that god uses to make man he formed man from the dirt and he said listen if you're going to make me alter use some dirt don't use stones that you cut Because you're gonna when you cut them, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Listen, listen. When you cut the stones, God says you profane them, you you make them unholy. But but if you use some dirt, that same dirt, oh that same dirt that I used to make man, use it to make an altar unto me. What was God saying way back then? God was saying to Moses, listen, I'm, I'm I desire, I desire to put to put my spirit in man. I desire to put my my fire on on that dirt of man's body because god said listen your your body is the temple of the living god inside your body there is a temple for god god said the same dirt that i'm using i'm asking you to use to make the temple the 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 the, 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 the altar is the same dirt that i use to make man's body oh god said i need an altar that is created out of dirt because see, what happens is, in the end, there's going to be a time when my spirit can only rest. When, my, when, when, when the sacrifices that I'm going to desire is, is the heart of man. Oh, God. So God said to Moses, don't build me an altar of cut rocks, but build me an altar of dirt instead. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. God is trying to tell you something this morning. God is trying to tell you that your body is his temple. God is trying to tell you that your body is his altar this morning. And then. Let's talk about the types of types of altar this morning. In the tabernacle of hold, there was two types of altar. Here, listen, there, don't, don't, don't send me nothing and tell me that. Oh gosh, there's ten different kinds of altars. Okay, yes, I, there's a whole bunch of different kinds of altars in the Bible. But in the tabernacle, there was two different kinds of altars. One was the altar of incense, and one was the altar of sacrifice. Right. So, the altar of sacrifice was located in the outer court representing our sacrifices to God for the payment of our sins. And this is where most of humanity is spending their time seeking uh, 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 seeking uh, forgiveness for their sins. i find it interesting that may even in our prayers many of us we stay in that repentant place we stay in that altar of sacrifice place we stay that's where we stay many christians we are out we're out in the outer court we don't bother to get into the holy place anymore because we 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 find ourselves like kind of like in a cycle of sin where we sin and we keep repenting and we sin and we keep repenting and so because we are sinning all the time it's like we Never get to get into the second altar to offer uh, to the altar of of incense. But God is saying to you this morning, I want you to come up from the uh, I want you to come up from that place i want you to get from that i want you to break that cycle in your life this morning oh Shandaradai, da so yeah that is why you need the fire of god on your life this morning because when you have the fire of god on on your life you become a living sacrifice oh Shadabai. when you have the fire of god on your life everything becomes a sacrifice everything has to go through that fire in order to come into your all of us everything has to go through god everything has to go through god when the fire of god is on your on your life and so you won't be in that perpetual repetitive cycle of staying in the outer court repenting always coming always bringing this always 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 sacrificing to god god said i want you to graduate from that place of sacrifice and i want you yes God, I want to make want you to make sacrifices." But God wants you to graduate from the place of sacrifice to the place of service. Oh God, because see the altar of incense speaks of service to god this is where god is trying to get us to be because from the foundations of the earth god intended us intended for us to be in union with him god intended for us to dwell in 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 harmony with god we are supposed to walk in the presence of god but sin kicked us out from that presence and now we have to go through a sacrifice in order to get back to the place where we can truly serve god oh jesus we got to get back to the place of, 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 of service. We got to get to the holy, the, the, the incense altar. That is the place where God wants us to be. And not many people, see, this is the problem. After we have offered the sacrifices unto God for our sins, after we have repented, and you know, many of us, we come to God and we cry and we say, Oh Lord Jesus, forgive us, oh forgive us, God and God. And for as soon as we get forgiveness for our sins and we feel free, we go right back into into being entangled with the thing that we just came out of. Instead, see, we don't, uh, instead of presenting our bodies as living sacrifice, instead of going, instead of pressing forward into the holy place. get into service to god come on somebody what we try to do is we try to go away and live our own lives and we don't stay consecrated but can i tell you something god is drawing somebody uh, from the outer court this morning god is drawing somebody into the holy place this morning god is saying i've seen the sacrifices and yes i i i appreciate the sacrifice but god said i need some service this morning because don't you know that that's where I pour out my spirit when you begin to serve me with your life, when you begin to surrender your will to me, when you begin to give me your all. That is where I pour out my fire. That is, oh, Shandarai. That is where God wants to take you this morning. God wants to put some fire on your altar this morning. Oh, Shaddai, Oh, Rabasanda. Can you not say, Charmaine, what are you talking about? You see, many of us, we're living our lives according to the way that we plan our lives. So we may have a career. We may have a job. We may have something that we, we say, okay, this is the thing that I'm called to do. And so, yes, let me tell you, I told you about the two different kinds of fire. So, so and, and Isaac said, Father, I have the fire and I have the wood, but I don't see any sacrifice. So, okay, listen, we can start our own fires. You see this is how God created us. He gave us our, He gave us a ability and strength and we can go out and start our own fires. But God said when I start a fire on your altar, that is a that, that oh my God, that fire can never go out. The fire that you start it can go out. But if I am in your fire, it can never go out. So you start your job, you start your career, you start your life, you start your marriage, you start whatever you start this morning and you start it with your own fire, (laughs) with your own fire and it burned for a while. But the thing is, there is no fire from God. There's no fire from God on your altar. And so what I see in the spirit is that our altars, they're full of sacrifices. They're full with people who are just trying to get forgiveness for their sin. But not many people are making their way to the altar of incense. And few are at the altar of incense and they're getting burnt out. They're saying, listen, I'm waiting on these jokers to hurry up and get to the, uh, to the incense altar. Because, see, there's another place that I have to go to and I can't go there until, oh, shada da God is trying to get people to come into the, into the holies of holies. There's another place, guys. We can't stay, on, we can't stay on, this, on this lower level. God is calling up to a higher place of worship. God is calling us to a higher place of praise. We got to graduate from this altar of sacrifice. We need to get to the altar of incense. And then the next thing you got to know about this altar... The altar represents a meeting place, a meeting place with God. Jacob met God in a place and he created an altar there. He poured oil on the rock, and he called the place Bethel, meaning a holy place. So this altar is a holy place. It's a consecrated place. It's a place that is designated as a meeting place with God. Sometimes we have to we have to dedicate a spot, a place of meeting. I don't know if it's a literal spot, but sometimes sometimes we gotta build an altar to God. No, we're not doing shrines, and we're not doing all these kinds of things that these other religions are doing because sometimes a play an altar it could be a location it could be a it it could be some place that god there's a place that you meet god Oh, it could be in your car. It could be in your closet. It could be somewhere in your backyard. It could be on a trail. But you you build that place in your mind and say, this is the place that when I touch my feet there, I know that this is the spot. Oh, I designate this time. I designate this place that I'm going to go and I'm going to meet with God. God saying, listen, I need you to build me an altar this morning. I need you to build me an altar in your heart this morning because sometimes the altar represents like certain things. Like you said, I'm not going to be drinking, I, I'm going to abstain from drinking, I'm going to abstain from women, I'm going to abstain from something. Some, sometimes that is the altar that God is asking you. God is asking you to build him an altar this morning. What he's asking you, what, what are you willing to commit to this morning? Oh, Shadabasunai. What are you willing to commit to this morning? Because see, why God is asking you these questions is because we have built altars to God. That God said, I'm not pleased with those altars this morning. I I want you to tear them down. I want you to tear them down. So as we read in Judges chapter 6, when the angel of the Lord, uh, he consumed the sacrifice that Gideon brought to him. What I want you to see is, oh my gosh, let's kind of just back up in our text for a little bit. Gideon was in a wine press and he was threshing out wheat. Now, you all know that a wine press is supposed to press wine. It's not for threshing wheat. But Gideon was hiding it from the Midianites, right? So he hid it from the Midianites. And while he was down there, can you just imagine how oppressive it was to live in Israel at that time? That you have to literally hide To make your food the 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 bible says that, that, that there was not even enough food in the land because the midianites they took all of the israelites food right and when this angel showed up to gideon gideon said to him listen if you are really god talking to me you stay right here i am going to pray i'm going to make a sacrifice and i'll come back with the sacrifice the bible says gideon went and he prepared a young goat and some flour and some oil or, uh, or some broth or something. Now, Gideon, where did you get a young goat? There is the, the land is being oppressed. The Midianites are taking away all of your crops and all of your livestock. Where did you get flour? And Gideon, if you got flour and a young goat, wouldn't it make sense that you try to feed your family with it instead of offering as a sacrifice unto God? Think about that for a minute. So many times we feel like we have to hold on to things that we want we have in our lives because we don't want to give them to other people because we feel like we are going to lack when we give Oh God, but God is saying to somebody this morning, you can't hold on to everything that you have and expect that you're going to be blessed. God is saying that, listen, the sacrifices that I'm asking you to make, it's not out of your abundance. Gideon did not give this sacrifice out of his abundance. Okay. Oh God. Something happened in Gideon's heart. Something happened in your heart when you truly meet God. And 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 uh, oh, shadabasundaya. Soon after that, we see what happened. Gideon was inducted into the services of God, and I think it's because of his uh, of his sacrifices unto God. When you sacrifice unto God, the fire of God will get upon your life. Because now the fire of God got upon Gideon's life. And God told him, go and tear down the altars of your father. God is asking us to do some of those things this morning. God is asking, saying, listen, tear down some of those altars. We built up altars of 401k. We built up altars uh, of economic stability. We built up altars of things that we put our trust in. And God is saying, listen, burn it. Burn it. He told Gideon, tear down those Baal altars. Tear down those things and then take the wood that they have created from their idols, put it in the fire and burn it. Oh my God. God is a jealous God. Anything that you put your trust in this morning, God is saying to burn that thing this morning because I cannot use people who have their trust in chariots and horses. I can only use people who have their trust in me. I can only use people who see me as their soul provider oh shandarai so god is saying tear down those altars Many of the things that we owe oh dear God is tearing them down. Do you not see how this pandemic has ripped through people's 401k do you not see how people this pandemic has, has brought the world to its knees. God is saying you trust in your large economic status oh but God, tear, I'm tearing down those altars today. I'm tearing down everything that you trust in. Oh glory to God this morning oh god oh sh-a-da-da. god is looking for some sacrifice god is looking for some sacrifice this morning god is looking for some sacrifice oh sh-a-da-da-da. see god what kind of sacrifice is god looking for god is looking for somebody that is willing to present themselves as a living sacrifice God is no longer looking for burnt offerings. God is looking for bodies. God is looking for people that is willing to get up on that altar and lay down on the altar. That's why I like about uh, Genesis 22 verse 7 he said when when he said I, I see the fire and I see the wood but where is the sheep? Isaac didn't know that he was the sacrifice. But I but what I like about that passage passage of scripture is that the living sacrifice had to choose to stay on the altar because Isaac was old enough to know that Listen, when Abraham tied him up and put him on the altar, he was about to die. And Isaac, he didn't try to overpower his father because I'm thinking, okay, Isaac was old enough to carry the, the, the wood and walk up the mountain. So he was old enough and he asked his father, where is the sacrifice? So, so Isaac knew that there is... There had to be a sacrifice going on here. So when his father began to tie him up to put him on the altar, the Bible doesn't record. does not record what conversation took place. But I can imagine as a son, he's asking. If he asked his father where's the sacrifice, he could have asked his father, "Why are you tying me up, Dad?" am I the sacrifice? You know the Bible didn't record that conversation, but I'm pretty sure there was a conversation that took place because Isaac had to become yielded to become a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice unto God. And this is where our problem is right now. We have not become yielded to get on the altar and lay there in the fire. Oh God. Oh God. You got to understand that when you climb up on the altar of God, there's going to be some fire. Oh, but the difference between you and isaac is that you are not tied up on the altar you you are able to get up and run off of that altar because god didn't take away your will when oh shatter that and this is why people you know people have asked me can people lose their salvation after they come to, to christ yes they can use lose their salvation because because you still have your will. God doesn't take away your ability to choose. When you're under when you on the fire, that's why he said, he, he, he said, when we go to the fire, when we go to the flood, he will be with us because he knows that there are times when we're going to want to get out of the fire. Oh, oh, God, God has to be with us as we go to the fiery furnace, as we go to the fiery trials of our life, as we go to the things that come to test us because there are some things That will test your faith when you become a child of God the enemy will come after you the enemy will try to get you to give up on your faith he will get you he will try to get you to walk away from God why because he knows that you are a living sacrifice and you still have your will about you you can make you can still make decisions to walk away oh that's why the Bible says God has no pleasure in them that turn away what is god talking about in hebrews oh shatter he said listen i have people that have come to me and when the fire gets hot on the altar they walk away and i have no pleasure in that kind of sacrifice because the problem is their will was never surrendered to me they came oh shadow, but they didn't stay this is the same thing jesus told his disciples he said you gotta eat my flesh and you drink my blood. But they walked away. Some of them walked away. Because their will was totally not surrendered. You see, Jesus told them in another sense. He told the crowd in another part, of, another part of scripture. He said, listen, you follow me for the bread. I know you're following me. But you're not really here because you, you want to be here. You're not here because I am your Savior and I am your Lord. You're here because of what I can do for you. Oh, shadadada oh Oh, shadadada sipundai. God said I know your heart I know what you're thinking you are here for the bread you're not here because you want to be a living sacrifice you are not here because you are laying down your will for me you are here because you want something from me and God said that's the sacrifice I can't I can't I can't I can't God said I can't accept that kind of sacrifice." Because, see, when I come to you, I gave you my all. I laid down my life for you. and There's nothing that I withheld from you. I gave you everything. And see, if you're not willing to sacrifice everything for me, you, I can't use you. Oh, Shandarai. He said, if you're not willing to give up mother and father for me, you are not worthy of me. You are not worthy of me. So my question to you this morning, what are those things in your life that God is putting his finger on and saying, give it up? Is it something that you're drinking? Is it some places that you keep going? Is it something that you keep doing? And you're like, oh, no, I'm cool with God. I'm cool on Sunday. I'm cool on, you know, whatever day you go, you, you do your worship. And then the other times you're like, oh, well, I got to go party. I got to go. I got to go get my groove on. Oh, shababa, sikunda. God said, give that thing up. Give it up. Because I'm looking for people that is willing to bend their will for my will. See, the altar of sacrifices is where your flesh must die. And so you can't get to the altar of incense if your flesh is still alive. And that's why many of us are not finding our way to the place of the, the incense altar. We're not finding our place to the service of God because we're still in the place of sacrifice. Because every time the fire gets hot, we jump off the we jump off the altar and we start running. But I'm looking for somebody this morning what that would say to God, Lord, consume me this morning. Consume me this morning, God. Anything that you need to burn out of my flesh this morning, God, burn it out. Oh God, I surrender my flesh this morning. Oh, sometimes when we surrender our flesh god it's painful god is so painful but remember that jesus was on that cross remember how his back was, bru- bru- was beaten and blooded and scarred oh shanda so soya yeah. he did it for you and he didn't jump off the cross when they nailed the first hand down, he could have jumped off the cross. When they put the crown on it, the thorn on his head, he could have said, Listen, I, I don't want to go through with this. Oh, When they nailed him to the cross. He could have. Caught, he still could have called ten thousand angels. He still could have jumped off the cross if he could kicked out a big old boulder from the, the end of a tomb. He could have. Caught, he could have came off that cross. But Jesus said, "I was willing. I laid down my will to become the sacrifice for humanity." Oh, God said, He was creating a way for us. Because the problem was when he created us way back in the Garden of Eden, we were the epitome of God's creation. God was in us and we were living in unity and harmony with God. But sin took us out of that place. And so ever since sin took us out of that place, God has been seeking a way to put his fire back on the inside of us. And so he had to send Jesus Christ. Oh, shut He had to send Jesus Christ to put that fire. Fire back on the inside of us to create a way for the fire to come upon us so that it was not con- consumed. Because if without Jesus Christ, we cannot get to the Father, without Jesus Christ, uh, the only thing we can do is offer strange fires unto God. Without Jesus Christ, uh, we would be consumed just like Aaron's son, Oh Shandorosaya. Oh, Shandarada Vashandarasikona. So the sacrifices of God this morning that he's looking for is a broken heart. He's a contrite heart. He's looking for a heart, oh God, that is yielded to him. He's looking for a people. Oh, Shadadai is looking for a heart that will show godless sorrow over the sins. He's looking for a people that understands the height and the depth of his love for humanity. He's looking for a people. That will bend their will. He's looking for people. He's not looking for a one day Christian. You know, Jamaicans, we have a song we say, one day Christian. You know, six days a week, they're doing all kinds of stuff. And then uh, on Sunday, they go to church and act like they're holy. Oh, Shababa, Sunday. God is looking for a person that he can rest on he don't want to just come and 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 be a god on sunday and then then during the week your 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 attention is elsewhere god is looking for an obedient heart he's looking for an obedient heart that's why samuel said to, to 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 saul does god delight in burnt offering it is it is better to obey than to sacrifice. God doesn't want our things. God wants our heart, he wants our body. God wants to present, wants us to present our bodies to Him as a living sacrifice. And the only way that we can present our bodies to him as living sacrifice is through jesus through the the blood of jesus christ remember in the old testament in in the tabernacle the blood of the bulls they used to they use it to cleanse everything in the tabernacle but glory be to god we don't have to sacrifice any bulls anymore god the blood of jesus the blood of jesus when we apply the blood of jesus to our lives we are now cleansed we are now sanctified and we are now fit for the masters use. And uh, this is where a lot of people, God made it so easy, so easy. But sometimes we put other sacrifices in front of God and we put our jobs and our careers and our relationship in front of the will of God for our lives. So we're saved, we're sanctified, but we have, God, I have my family to raise. God, I have my job. God, I have my relationship. I can't really do the service of God because it requires too much of me. But I want to tell you this morning that if you don't sacrifice unto God, you will never see no glory. Oh, shababa, You will not see no glory in your life. And this is why some of us as Christians, we live such powerless lives because we are not willing to sacrifice the things that God is asking us to sacrifice Remember, if you want to see the glory of God, you're going to have to make some sacrifice. Moses and Aaron, when they they made the sacrifices to God, the the fire came down in uh, Leviticus 9, 23 and 24. Leviticus 9, 23 and 24. I won't read it for you. But Moses and Aaron, when they made the sacrifice, the fire of God came down. The glory of God came down. And, uh, and when the people saw it the people were so afraid we want to see if we want to see the glory of God we're going to have to make some holy sacrifices unto God we're going to have to be purposeful to, to make some holy sacrifices unto God when Solomon finished praying you know fire came down in 2nd Chronicles 7 verse 1 fire came down and consumed the burnt offerings and the sacrifice and the glory the Bible says the glory of God filled the temple and so you can be certain that if you live a life of sacrifice the The glory of God will be upon your life. You know, in in the beginning, uh, actually the end of last year, God was was telling me that he is desiring to make people glory carriers. There are certain people that he wants to put his glory in. And He's saying, listen, prepare yourself because God really wants to put his glory upon you. My God, more than you want the glory of God in your life, God wants to put his glory upon your life god wants to oh shandarai. and if you are willing if uh, the only thing you have to do saints is just be willing just be willing to make god just be willing to, to 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 give him everything that he's asking out of your life so that you can see the fire of god and so this morning as i close i don't know what you're going through right now but it seems like it may seem like a huge sacrifice But I am here to tell you that if you are willing to be a sacrifice to God, if you are willing to give your entire life to God, God can really empower you to do the things that he has called you to do. But you must be willing to get on the altar and stay on the altar of God. This is how you become a burning soul for God. This is how you become a soul on fire. What has God called you to do? What is the thing that he's asking you to sacrifice? Are you living in a place where you feel like everything that you do is a sacrifice? Good. Stay there. Because that's the place where the fire of God is going to fall on your life. And here's my my exhortation to you this morning. Make sure that whatever you're offering to God, it is your all. Give him your all. Do not reserve for yourself and say, Oh, I got to keep, I got to. Whatever you're offering to God today, do, if it's time, do whatever you're doing wholeheartedly. Do it wholeheartedly. Do it as unto the Lord. And whenever you come to God, if there's something in your heart, repent from it. Turn away from it. Turn away because God loves a heart that do righteousness and justice so whatever you're going through, whatever sacrifices that you have to make this morning make sure that you're doing it in righteousness make sure that you're doing it in justice not an injustice but do it justly unto God because if you're going to see the fire of God in your life you must be willing to make sacrifices you can't go everywhere And you can't do everything that everyone else is doing, you must become, if your life is going to become a meeting place for God, you're going to have to go where holiness is. You're going to have to do what holiness is. Because now, remember, I told you that an altar is a meeting place. And if you're the altar of God and you're the meeting place of God, you are the holy place, the place that God desires to put is fire, then that means that. You're going to have to present your body as a holy place to God. Certain things you cannot do. Certain places you cannot go if you're going to see the fire of God on your life this morning. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you, Lord God, that you gave us a body to become your altar, Lord God. And Lord, this morning, we just repent of anything, Lord God, that would cause us to be unholy. Just like you said, Lord, if the stones were cut, they are now unholy, Lord God. God, you gave us a body this morning and we present it to you just the way you gave it to us, Lord God. And we ask you, Lord God, to pour out your holy fire upon it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And whatever you have called us to do for service unto you, Lord God. We pray that you would highlight that thing to us this morning and that, God, we would do it willingly, obediently, and in righteousness, Lord. For we desire your fire to be poured out upon us, Lord God. We desire to be used for your service, Lord God. And, Lord, we just give you all of the glory, Lord God, and all of the praise. If there is an area in our lives where we're not submitted, Lord God, we ask you, Lord God, to work with us, Lord God, and help us, Lord. But Lord, we are willing this morning. We're willing to be used by you. We're willing to offer our bodies as living sacrifice in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And if you're watching me and you have never made Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life, it is just a simple prayer that can help you to begin to walk with the Lord. You see, at Jesus Strong, we are all about Jesus because if it wasn't for Jesus, we couldn't stand here today. And so we can't come to you and not give you a way to access salvation. Jesus is willing. I don't know if you have, you felt like you're far away from God. You felt like maybe you walked with God at some point in your life and somehow you've gotten to a place where you don't know where you are. Right now, God is inviting you to come back to him god is inviting you to just just say this prayer this is the simple prayer just I, don't just repeat it because i am saying these words for you my words if you repeat it and mean it in your heart i believe that the lord god our lord jesus christ he will come in your heart and he will be your lord and savior so will you pray with me today say lord jesus come into my heart be my lord and my savior forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness purify me Lord God by your fire and help me to live for you amen amen and so if you do that I believe that Jesus Christ heard you and now he's entered your heart oh shout at Sunday and so I encourage you to get find yourself a good church a good church that is teaching the word of God and you know like I said if you find a church that you feel like God this is not it don't stop until you find a place where your spirit rests and you said, okay, this is the place where I can learn more about the Lord Jesus. And read your word. And even if you don't know, you said, okay, sometimes the Bible is just talking in parables. Read the Bible and ask God. Say, Lord Jesus, teach me what it is that I am reading about. And we do have a Bible study on Tuesday night. Daddy, you you're welcome to join us. You can text me, uh, email me. Uh, our information is there on the screen, and we can set you up to get into our Bible study because we we don't just preach the word. We teach the word. We eat the word. We live the word here at Jesus Strong. Amen? So we invite you to study online with us. You can study online with us all wherever you are. There's no excuse because you know online in online make make things so much easier to share the word of god amen and if you have questions about the lord questions about the bible email us uh send us a message on messenger or whatsapp or something there's contact information there send us something because we want to pray with you and we want to encourage you amen amen Alrighty, so we come to the one another wonderful part in our service where we, we just ask that you you know support us. We're not we're not uh, um, trying to get in your pocket and become some prosperity message prosperity preacher messenger. Although I believe that God prosper His His work, Amen. So if you can give, we just ask you to give something, give an offering, give your tithes, whatever you want to give to us. So We appreciate it because it enables us to keep on bringing these messages to you. So uh, there are giving methods on your, uh, in the chat right there, in the, um, in the comments there, there, there's PayPal, there's Cash App, and there's uh, uh, Tidely. So just give unto the Lord as you purpose in your heart. Amen. You're not giving to me. You're giving to God. God's work has to go forth. And it's just the same way you get this message. Somebody else needs to get it. And we want to be able to do this on a bigger scale, a larger scale. And so your giving is going to enable us to do that. Amen. Amen. So God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you need prayer or something, drop me something. I hang on here a few more minutes. And if I see something in here in this Comment here if you need prayer for something and we can go into prayer for it. Amen. Glory to God. Shandaradasaya. Glory, glory. Glory, glory. All right. I see some people commenting. Good, good, good. Nobody's asking for prayer. Okay. Well, I, oh, shandaradasaya. Glory to God. Glory to God. So I bless everybody who is giving in the name of Jesus. And I pray, God, that you would bless their supplies, that they will never run dry. They would never run empty as they give to the Lord. I pray that, Lord, you would give back to them in good measures, pressed down, shaken together, and running over in Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah. All right, everybody. I'll see you next Sunday. God bless you.